0: Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD, streaming live at wordradio.com. You know, these days, Afrobeats is uh, taking the world by storm. We've got artists like Tyla, who just won a a Grammy for the Water Dance, and Burner Boy from Nigeria. But there are people who have paved the way for the current incarnation of Afrobeats artists, and we are joined by one of them right now. His name is Albert Mazibuko, and he is... Uh, part of Lady Smith Black Mambozo, one of uh, one of the greatest African groups, uh, I have to say, African music groups of all time. Uh, welcome to Reality Check. How are you today?
1: Good morning, I'm I'm very, I'm very ready. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Albert, can you tell us a little bit about the role you play in Lady Smith Black Mambozo and tell us a, a little bit about the group and its history?
1: The group was formed in 1960 by Joseph Shabalala, and I joined him nine years later, which was 1969, uh, because he wanted to develop this kind of music and take it to the next level. So I have been with the group uh, since then.
0: So what is it, uh, that has kept you part of this musical group for so long? What do you still enjoy about playing this music and tell us about how, uh, the music got started. I'm told that Ladysmith Black Mambozo, the music is, uh, part of a traditional music called Iscatamia.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's what it's called, iskatamia And, uh. What kept me, uh, kept me uh, stay in the group is because of the mission that Joseph had for encourage people of South Africa to be proud of what they've got in terms of singing, not to try to imitate the other people and then so develop what they've got and then make it better.
0: Now, this music came out of the traditional music, uh, of people in South Africa. Uh, tell us about what inspired, uh, this kind of music in terms of the traditional music we just talked about, but it came out of, uh, the feeling of people being in apartheid and, and dealing with all of the, uh, oppression. Is that Correct.
1: Yes, yeah. I think the music, it's, uh, it kept the people of South Africa, um, empowered them, and then make them not lose hope if something is not going well today, so tomorrow it will be better than today. So that's what the music is all about. Because we grew up, uh, the music, it has been our strength. Even when we're still a little boy, Heading cows and goats on the mountain. So if you not feeling well there, maybe it's cold, maybe whatever that is happening. So you just sing, just to numb that uh, pain that you are feeling at that time. So the music has been our strength all the times. And then as you said, that music has been sung long time ago by our forefathers. When they left their home, went to the cities to work on the mines and factories. So on uh, their off days, which, uh, which was uh, only Sunday in the week. So they when they miss home, so they go together and then they sing the music that they have to sing at home. But the music changes because, uh, you know, traditionally we sing together with our uh, the women, uh, mothers, aunties, and, and daughters. But when they were there, so they found that they are only men, so some of them they have to imitate their high voices. So the music it changes, but the style of of singing it was the same style. And then so it became Estacamera because of the dance that they do when they do the dance. So they don't have to stomp uh, anymore, and then they have to tiptoe.
0: You know, I'm told that uh, the South App. African apartheid music uh, was inspired in some ways by the civil rights movement in the United States. And certainly in the civil rights movement, we considered music to be important. um, Songs like People Get Ready and and those kinds of things. And and James Brown, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. Do you remember being inspired by any of the music from the civil rights movement? Or or did you feel that the struggles were
1: similar? We heard about it, but unfortunately that when we grew up, we didn't have any radios and and the TVs, but we we heard about that, and then then, there is a struggle here. People, they are fighting for their freedom. So our struggle, it was to make ourselves stronger there.
0: Right, right. Um, In all of the years that you've been doing music, it seems as though now African music is coming more to the forefront. How do you feel about uh, this idea of Afro beats uh, and folks that i referenced like Birder Boy and Tyler and all these African groups that are coming to uh, prominence now?
1: I think that's great because it gives them the opportunity to show what they have as we are proud as Africans that what we, we are so talented when it comes to music. And then, so I'm very happy for them when they are on the world stage now. So we're very happy for
0: that. Do you feel like the kind of music that you do is part of Afrobeats? Because when I think of Afrobeats, I think of people like Fela Kuti, Femi Kuti, and then of course, uh, Lady Smith, Black Mabozo, more maybe traditional folk music. I know that that is where you won a Grammy in the folk music uh, genre. Do you consider yourself folk or Afrobeats or a combination
1: I think it's maybe a part of that but our music is is very traditional and then but you know when it comes to music you you find that the music they there's some way they related um, in some indirect or direct so I think because uh, if you are listening to any music so the aim of the music is to you know uh relate to your a breathing to your soul. The music is the only thing that it can touch is your soul. Doesn't matter what kind of music.
0: Now you've collaborated as a group with so many people over the years. Of course, people know about Paul Simon and the Graceland album, and there are so many other artists that you've collaborated with. Uh, Who is, is there someone or uh, an artist or a group that you would like to do some music with now?
1: Anyone that who wants to work with us will be very happy because uh, mm-hmm. our mission is to promote peace, love and harmony. So we wish all the music it can promote that.
0: Right. Absolutely. Now, you're coming to Philadelphia on Saturday, Saturday, March 9th. The show is at 8 p.m. and you will be at the Zellerback Theater, uh, which is on the campus of the University of Pennsylvania. Can you tell folks what they can expect uh, if they've never seen a Ladysmith Black Mumbozo show before?
1: Uh, It's uplifting music. You will be singing and dancing. Everyone will be happy. If it's cold, there, we will bring the warmth. (laughs) Uh, And uh, so I can promise everyone when you are there. So when you leave the theater, so you will be a a different person.
0: So singing, dancing, all of that is encouraged during the show. And um, this is something that you guys are going to bring to Philadelphia, those good vibes and uh, the good music.
1: Absolutely. That's what we're gonna be, you know, who we're gonna bring there.
0: Well, I just wanna thank you so much for joining us today. Albert Maziboko, Ladysmith Black Mambozo. You will be here in Philadelphia on Saturday, March ninth at eight PM at the Zeller Bach Theater. Is there anything else that you wanna let the folks in Philadelphia know before they come to the show? They better wear some comfortable shoes, comfortable clothes. They're gonna be moving around.
1: Yes, you have to be very comfortable, but the most is that the message that we're bringing is for peace, love, and harmony.
0: Well, we certainly could use that here in Philadelphia. Thank you so much for being with us on Reality Check today. We appreciate the time.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Absolutely.